All right, everybody, welcome back to Tuesday Take. Uh, it's typically Shane and I, uh, but we're going to change it up just a little this week. And so um, if you were able to watch the, the uh, service this past week, uh, it was super impactful. Um, we had Matt Branch, one of my good dear friends, uh, share his testimony. And so we actually have Matt uh, Branch on the podcast today. So, Matt, how you doing? I'm all right, James. Um, traveled a lot since Sunday when I was at church up there. I'm up here in Chicago, Illinois right now, um, up here at the, quote, leg doctor, getting my prosthetic kind of tweaked up. You know, sometimes you got to grease up the alamites and spray a little WD-40 on it to get it uh, running smooth. So that's what yeah. I'm up here doing this week. Yeah, pretty yeah. important. Pretty important stuff, huh? To get make sure make sure that leg's yeah. up and running. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty important. You know, me uh, being able to get around and work and do stuff is a uh, kind of a big deal. You know. <laughs> yeah. How long will you have to be up there usually when you go up there? I, yeah. So this is just going to be kind of a quick trip. It's just kind of a tune-up deal. I'm not getting anything new built uh, this go around. So I'll just be here for two days and I'll be headed back. So. Not a not a long stay this time. The first time I came up here, though, we were we spent two weeks up here in Chicago, getting everything done. Um, now that was the initial build and you know mold and cast and everything. So that that takes a little bit of time. But two weeks is still a very fast turnaround for you know building something as complicated and complex as a as a prosthetic leg. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, man, I you know I told I. I told you after but man we really appreciate you being willing to share uh share your story you know it was super uh i know for me and then I'll, i mean i've had numerous people text me i've had people tell me they've sent the sent it to different people to watch i had lunch um with somebody today and they were talking about how they wanted to send it to, to a bunch of different people and just how impactful uh you know your story is so if you if you don't mind you know basically we'll just ask kind of a couple questions see see where the podcast goes um but, you know, I, I think saying this, you know, the struggle that from after your accidents, I'm sure there's um, been so much that you've had to walk through. But, but to you, what do you think one of the biggest struggles you've had, you know, after the accident, after realization of all, you know, realizing they were going to have to, uh, you know, amputate your leg at the hip, you know, all that. Kind of after all that, what, what do you think has been one of the biggest struggles you've had to face um, since that? Yeah, so, you know, there's been a lot of of physical and mental struggles along the way through this entire journey. Um, you know, at first, it, it just felt a little bit more physical, you know, when I was laying in that hospital bed and, and I was just trying to, you know, build some strength up so I could, you know, feed myself and try to try to move around a little bit at first. But, you know, once I started to be able to move around a little bit, I think the the hardest thing, the hardest struggle really started to set in. And that was, that was the mental struggle of all this, you know, and, and if I guess if the best way for me to put it would be, um, you know, in my head, everything that I had ever dreamed of doing, um, ever wanted to accomplish um, throughout my entire life was basically thrown out the window at that point. You know, I mean, I had to relearn, how to live life. I mean, when I say live life, I mean, every single thing about my life now is different than what it was prior to December the 28th, 2018. And, um, 
you know, having to think about and give up some of the things that I was super passionate about that I, you know, love so much and, and look forward to enjoying for my entire life. Yeah. You know, I had to basically walk away from some of that stuff. And, um, you know, it, it was just, it's really difficult to, you know, you spend so much time. We all spend so much time picturing how our life is going to go. You know, we all dream of, you know, the, the, uh, dream house we get one day and retirement and, you know, where we're going to end up. And, you know, I was no different. And then all of a sudden I wake up in a hospital bed and, oh yeah, by the way, we had to amputate your leg. Um, you're probably never going to walk again. And then that all just sinks in on you. Like everything I've ever imagined and dreamed of in my life is gone. And where do I go from here? You know, that to me was probably the hardest part of going through this whole process was giving up my old life. As much as I loved it, as much as I appreciated and enjoyed the things I was passionate about having to give them up and either having to relearn it so I could do it again or completely walk away from it. Yeah. That's, that's by far the hardest thing going through this whole process. Yeah. It's almost like you had to press reset on everything. Exactly. I hit the reset button on life, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, I would say probably for you and even maybe even early on as a, as a guy, you know, pride. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, humbling, you know, of like having to lean on people, literally having to relearn how to walk. You know, I'm sure that was in some ways, did you ever feel like, and, and nobody would ever, fought you for this, but did you ever feel like embarrassed? Did you ever like, were you always, were you self-conscious of like, you know, I don't want people to help me. You know what I mean? Did you ever kind of go through that struggle? Yeah. Definitely. I, I mean, I think all men, you know, we pride ourselves in our physical strength and, you know, being able to take care of the people in our house, you know, um, that's something that every man desires to do deep down. And, you know, not only take care of, but protect as well. You know, that's, that's something that I continue to struggle with, like just protecting the ones in my house. And, um, you know, that's, that's something that I've got to think hard about, about how I'm going to do that. You know, um, it's just, it's, it's just a lot of, of mental work every single day, you know, to, to wake up and, and adopt the right mindset every day because, you know, it all starts first thing in the morning, you know, every morning, my right foot, I start off on the right foot. You know, I have no choice to, and <laughs> I try to make sure I do that. I mean, I have to do it physically and I try to make sure yeah. I do it mentally too, you know? Yeah. Do you ever, I know this is a kind of a side question. Do you ever get like phantom pains or, or yeah, feel like it's your leg still there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can still feel it right now. I feel like I can move it around at this very moment. It's crazy. That, yeah, it's crazy. I, I think they say that kind of goes away in time. I think it'll always be there a little bit, but it doesn't really bother me anymore. Um, back at early in this whole process, it bothered me a lot. You know, it was just, it's more painful, but as time goes on, your brain kind of gets rewired and um, it, you no longer feel those, those phantom sensations. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, you know, one of the things you had said and, uh, and, and kind of anybody that, and I'll say this, if you're listening, you hadn't heard his story, um, uh, you need to 
either go to YouTube or I think we're going to put up on our Facebook page your testimony. Uh, I'd encourage you to go back and watch it. But one of the things you had said in, in, in your testimony is kind of how even after the accident, the miracle that God had, had done in your life, that there was still a process to from when that happened to when you actually end up really saying, all right, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to surrender you know, to Jesus. What, what was kind of like the, the final thing, the, the straw maybe that broke the camel's back or you know, that final nail in the coffin for you? from, you know, the accident to really be like, all right, like, I, I, I want to, I want to go all in on this, you know, and really give all, when, when was that, when did that kind of take place, you know, for you? <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, pretty, pretty early on going through this, um, I always knew, like, I wanted to help people uh, who dealt with struggles, you know, maybe like I have, or, I mean, really everybody in life goes through struggles and, and needs encouragement. And, um, you know, I knew I, I wanted to do something like that. And I was trying to decide how I wanted to do that, you know, um, whether I wanted to do it through the outdoors, whether I wanted to do it, you know, through um, exercising, like weightlifting kind of stuff, inspirational stuff. Because um, that was that became a big part of my life, you know, just being in shape. It, it makes my life a 100 times easier. So now I, I like I have to you know, stay on, stay on top of my physical fitness and everything and diet. But, um, you know, I was just, I was just struggling, like trying to figure out, you know, my story and and thinking about it and and how it can affect people's lives and and the the best way. And, you know, I, I was always aware that, you know, my survival alone was a miracle. Like, like God allowed me to live. That's the only thing that can explain why I'm still here today. You know, from from a human perspective like the doctors told me like you should not be alive and you should not have the same you know cognitive function that you had before all this either yeah and i have both i have my life and my brain still my mind and um you know i guess just like wrestling like trying to do things my way like what i was thinking would be best with my story and not really willing to you know listen to to God and kind of where he was directing me. Like I just kept trying to like push things my way, like what I wanted to do with it. And, um, I don't know, man, like I just kept feeling like this just uneasiness inside me. Like it was just kept turning. And, and, um, you know, one day, I I don't know, it was just, it was, it it happened on one particular day. I can't remember the exact date, but a, a guy, um, had messaged me on Instagram to do a podcast. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do a podcast with you. You know, I'd done a, several shows at that point. Yeah. And, um, I remember thinking like, what am I going to talk about? Like, what are we going to talk about? It was an outdoors podcast. Obviously we were going to discuss hunting, but I was like, I, I can't like, there's, there's more to this story than, and I'm not really telling the whole story. And, um, you know, I started to think about, you know, what, what all God had done for me. And then I started to think about, what I had been doing for him, you know, and I was really just kind of ashamed that like, I mean, God had been involved in my stories when I told it, but he was never the centerpiece. It was more around me and what I had accomplished after, um, you know, I woke up from uh, being in a coma for 12 days to walking, like all that I had been through and all that I had felt like I had done, but I failed to, you know, really, give him the full credit because I couldn't have done any of that if he would have not allowed me to live, yeah, you know? Yeah. 
and it just started to really weigh on me. And I just started to think about my story in a, in a different way. And, and over the next four days, kind of after, after that guy reached out to me for that podcast, my heart like changed and, and I started to sit down and, and really think over my story and, and really write it out. And, um, like God just, I, it was almost like he was speaking directly to me, like giving me the words for, for my story, you know, what I needed to share about it and, and how impactful, like all this that I had been through could be for, for so many people from a religious perspective. And he really just opened my eyes um, and, and allowed me to see that, you know, this is what he wants for my story. He doesn't want me to use it for my glory. He wants me to use it for his glory because it is his glory. You know, this is his story, like I say at the end of my testimony. And, um, you know, he really just like changed my heart in those few days. And, and it, it really just dawned on me like, I had just been trying to make this about me instead. It was about him the whole time, you know, and that's, that's really kind of, kind of when it all happened. That was back in early June, I'd say is when, is when my heart really was just became convicted of, of, you know, me trying to push things and force things instead of me, um, you know, giving God the glory that he deserves through this whole thing. Yeah. And I, look, and I think that's, you know, that's one of the things that's convicted me. I think that's one of the, the greatest struggles in our life is who are we going to live for, you know, ourself, our kingdom, our glory, or, yeah. you know, Christ in his kingdom. What, what is, I think it's in, uh, well, it's in several of the gospels where he says, you know, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross yeah. and follow me. And, you know, that's a hard, you know, whether you've lost your leg or not, or, or whatever, whoever's listening, you know, whatever you've walked through, that's, that's a hard thing to to give up control of your life, you know, and to be like, Hey, it's not about me, you know? And yep. that's hard. I, you know, that, that's a, a thing that only, you know, only can happen through a changed heart, you know, only through the gospel of changing our heart. Cause that's a hard, I mean, even now, even still, it's, you know, there are times where you look up, you're like, who am I living for his glory or my glory? You know? Um, yep. Where it gets really hard. Is that, you know, that kind of leads in the next question a little bit, but, you think that's probably, I mean, what do you think the biggest change is since that point to how you were telling your story to how you're telling your story now? Do you, I mean, you think that's probably been the biggest change? Yes, that's, I mean, that's definitely been the biggest change. You know, it's just, it's more about what he's done through all this through me instead of, you know, what I've done through all this, what I've accomplished because, um, you know, without him, I'm, I'm nothing, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even on this planet right now, you know? Um, so, you know, that, that's definitely been the biggest change since, uh, I started telling this story, I guess it was back last fall is when I really kind of started to tell it to the public. And, um, you know, it's, you know, God just, just put it on me like, look, man, like this isn't about you. And if you want to keep making it about you, like this story is not going to go anywhere, you know? And, um, like it just it just weighed on me and i was like man like i need to listen to this like this is how i feel inside like i need to listen to my inner feelings about this you know and and that's that's exactly what i did and um you know like i said since then like i've just i've come to you know be able to think through what i've been through in a whole different way and it's brought on whole new meaning to 
you know, this, this whole story and everything. Yeah. And I like how I, you know, and, and if you're listening, if you've seen the video, but you know how you start out, you know, and you said, you know, this, I'm at branch and this is my rescue story. And then you end it with it's God's rescue story. You know, that it's not, yep. um, you know, it may have started. That's how, I mean, that's, that's exactly how the timeline of my life has gone. You know, it was, it was growing up kind of, you know, living for myself to, you know, having a heart change and, you know, understanding that like God put me here, you know, through me trying to glorify myself through the years brought me nowhere, you know, and it just brought more stress, anxiety on my life. And then understanding, like, like you just said, like, this is not about me. You know, this is about, this is about him and his glory and what he can do through me, you know, because I'm powerless without him. Right. Right. Um, and that's, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. What, you know, this is one of the things that, you know, I mean, I know we had, we had talked about a little bit, but you know, of kind of, and maybe even going along with, with your testimony, the sermon yesterday of that, you know, I think maybe, and I don't want to just isolate it to the South, but sometimes that we can, you know, maybe how you were living, you know, that we, you know, just think we're good people, you know, I've either checked the box of baptism or I've prayed a prayer or I've just kind of done, you know, I've, I've, I've punched my ticket to heaven, you know? Um, and very clearly in your story, you, when you were faced with death, realized, um, maybe in a lot of ways how wrong, you know, just that you'd approach this thing, you know, differently. And so if you could, whether it's just some random person, whether it's family, friend, like, like if you could tell them something, if you like to how you used to be, like if someone was living in your shoes before the accident, like what would you tell them now from all that you've gone through, all that you've walked through. And if you were sitting with somebody who, who was living the way that you were living, what, what, what do you think you would tell them? Um, you know, I'll make it, I'll make it quick, uh, read the gospel, you know, (laughs) understand it, what it says. And, you know, I, I, that was something I just did not do really in my life. Um, you know, I talk about in the, in my testimony when I was young, I, I spent a lot of time at church and, you know, Sunday school, but, you know, as I got a little bit older, um, you know, the world's grip, the world just kind of kept closing in on me and I just forgot about everything I had learned when I was a kid. And, um, you know, I started to believe the lie that, that many Christians believe that, you know, once saved, always saved. And, um, like, I like how you said it, you know, if you're saved, you're always saved. And, um, you know, that, that's, there's a lot of truth to that. Um, you know, if you read the gospel, it, it spells it out pretty clearly on how we are supposed to conduct ourselves as Christians. If we call ourselves Christians and, if you fail to do the thing, if you spoke, if you speak of belief and you fail to live up to that uh, belief that you spoke of, do you really believe it in your heart? You know, that's like, like I say, um, try to think of a simple analogy. It's like you tell your buddy who works at McDonald's, like, man, McDonald's, they make the best food, you know, of all fast food. McDonald's is the best, but every time you go eat, you eat Chick-fil-A. You know, do you really believe McDonald's is the best? You may say it is to your buddy, but if you eat Chick-fil-A every time you go out and eat, do you really believe McDonald's is better than Chick-fil-A? I, I don't, 
that, that, that's that's like saying I believe in God, but I'm I believe that Jesus died on the cross to wash us of our sins, but I'm not going to live up to that belief. I'm just going to go over here and do whatever I want to do. Yeah, you know, do you really believe it if you're not living it? And that's that's where I was in my life. You know, I would tell you know my buddies at church like, yeah, I, I believe Jesus died for me, and I got baptized when I was a kid, but but when I left church, I was out living for Matt. You know, I wasn't living for God and his glory. And, um, you know, if I wouldn't have gone through what I went through, I don't know if I would have ever understood it. I really don't because, you know, it's, it's fun to live for yourself. You know, sin is, sin is fun. You know, that's, that's why so many people are, are in that, that trap. And, um, you know, it's hard to break out of it, but, uh, and, and the only way you can break out of it is through, you know, Jesus coming into your life and, and filling your heart, you know, your heart is like a vessel. And if Jesus is in your heart, there, there truly is no room for, for any nonsense in there. You know, if you still have nonsense in your life, things that you know that um, don't need to be a part of your life, if you're a Christian, then, you know, you need, I feel like you need to question, you know, your heart and, um, you know, how you're, how you're living your life from a Christian perspective and, and how the gospel tells us we should be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause that's kind of what, you know, I've heard somebody say it this way of about, you know, that your, your actions are speaking so loud. I can't even hear what your mouth's saying, you know, that yep. ultimately what we believe is, I mean, you really see it in how we live, you know, just like you said, yeah. Um, and I did, and we'll just verify that Chick-fil-A is better than McDonald's. And so anybody that would <laughs> yeah. say, anybody would say anything different, you know, we, we need to probably talk to them and uh, share the gospel with them <laughs> you know, so that they can be open to the light of Chick-fil-A. But, but, you know, I think that mm-hmm. is, you know, it's, it, it is kind of when you think about, you know, of, you know, true belief, you know, is more than just mental acknowledgement, you know, that true belief penetrates our heart and, you know, this idea of faith, you know, it's bigger than just, knowing facts, you know, that it does transform our life. You know, I love, I, I can't remember where I picked it up, but I, I remember hearing, you know, with the idea of our life of, you know, of, and you and I talk about this, you know, we're not talking about, you know, if you've ever sinned before, that means you're not a Christian or whatever. Cause we know this, that, um, you know, that is, there's still a battle, you know, even for those that have followed Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I was like the idea of, uh, it's about, uh, it's about direction, not perfection that the direction of our life should keep, keep looking more and more like Jesus. You know, if we claim to know Christ, like our, our life and everything is because of the power of the Holy spirit in us. And that our life should be progressing in with regards to forsaken sin, with regards to loving people, you know, that there should be this progress that this process that we see in our life, you know, um, in that. And, uh, but I, I think that's a, you know, that's this last week, you know, I think the message, the, the testimony, you know, I think so many people, maybe even in our area or and not just in our area, but maybe in, just in the world or at that spot of maybe just acknowledging, but yet there's no real fruit or evidence, you know, in their life. And so, man, I, you yeah. know, I, I know we've already said this, but man, I appreciate your willingness to share with us and share your testimony. And, and I, I believe this wholeheartedly. I know I've told you before, but man, God's got, God's got his hand all over you and, and God's going to use your story, uh, for his glory. And, uh, and, and I, and my prayer is even those who, who've been able to hear it and those who will hear it, you know, will God will use it big time. So, um, 
Man, yeah. I appreciate you jumping well, on. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Well, I was just going to say, well, I can't, I can't do this alone, you know, and anybody out there listening, you know, please, please continue to pray for me um, and, and, and my life and, and my recovery, because this is, like I said earlier in the, in the podcast, this is, this is difficult, you know, every single day I'm, I'm wake, I wake up and I'm hit with the reality of, you know, had not having a leg and, um, you know, so I need continued prayers and, and things like that. And, um, you know, just, just understand that this is, like you said, it's about direction, not perfection. And it is a continuous journey, um, from now till the next time I'll breathe my last breath. So, yeah. You know, I was also thinking too, when you said that, you just brought it up in my head of, and, and please understand when I say this, you, you may laugh at me, but it's almost like you, even though while human speaking, um, but speaking spiritually is that it's almost like you have kind of an advantage over us that have two legs because you wake up every day realizing your need for God. Like you wake up like, and you are reminded every day of how much you, yeah. you need help. You know what I mean? And sometimes I think that's maybe our problem. Um, and not just saying for us that have two, two legs, but like that sometimes I think that's the problem is sometimes we don't, we forget how much we really need Jesus. Um, yep. you're aware of it every day you wake up. Like, you're like, geez, if you don't help me today, like I'm not going to make it today. Like I, I, I literally, <laughs> yeah. like my existence is, yep. but we're all that way. You know what I mean? We all, no matter whether you've been to an accident or not, like how much we all need to be reminded of how much we really need Jesus, you know, in our life. And just as yep. you said, you need prayer. How much I need prayer, how much everybody listening, how much like we really you know, because I think we get in the delusion of sometimes thinking of that we really don't need, you know, we really don't need uh, Jesus. You know, that I got it today, you know. Um, so, um, but for sure, man, we'll, we'll look. Dude, I appreciate you jumping on this podcast. And uh, it's been an honor, pleasure. And uh, if anybody wants to follow you, they obviously can, you can go to Facebook or Instagram keep, keep up with what's going on in your life. You may be posting workout videos or yeah. new stuff you're on. Just living life, man. Just living life, you know, just trying to pick up the pieces and move forward. I got a wife and, and two, you know, little children that depend on me. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to do all I can for them and, and, uh, hope that, you know, I can, I can live up to, uh, this hand I've been dealt and, you know, just keep allowing Jesus into my heart and helping me, helping guide me through, through my life, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast. Yeah, James. Thank you, man. All right. See you, man. All right.